Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Manning takes the knee and the New York Giants are the Super Bowl 42 champions. When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. They knock off the mighty Patriots 17-14. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM and always live on the free Odyssey app. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. We are the New York Knicks. Go New York, go New York, go. Go New York, go New York, Oh, I love it. I was singing this song. My wife went up to put the baby to sleep. And I came home after SNY, watched the game at home, doing the show from home tonight. I came home, my wife puts the baby to sleep, and then she comes back down, and the, you know, the Knicks are on, and they're playing that song during a commercial break, or coming back from a break, or whatever, going to a break, and I turned it up! You uh, Now I'm trying to get her pumped up, because we're going to the game, game four, and I'm like, oh, she's like, what are you doing? Don't put it too loud. If you wake the baby up, I'm going to... And I was like, come on, it's the playoffs. What are you kidding me? Go, New York, go, New York, go. I wore my 93-94 Knicks warm-up jacket today. My Patrick Ewing t-shirt. Oh, baby, I can't wait to go Sunday. It feels good, not just that the Knicks are in the postseason. I think it's the total package. Knicks and Rangers in the postseason. And that the Knicks are actually good that they have a chance to win this series. Forget about beyond this series. Anything about that is ridiculous at this point. One thing at a time. They're lucky they're in the playoffs. I mean, it's been, you know, how many years since we talk about a legitimate Knicks team making the postseason. So the fact that they're in it to begin with is a huge deal. But the the idea that they can win this series and now they are up two games to one on Cleveland after a 20-point route and it wasn't even that close. Payback, so you know what, Cleveland? How's Donovan Mitchell going to sleep tonight? I like Donovan Mitchell, and I love his father. Very nice. But he's a Cavalier. To hell with the Cavaliers. The idea that Cleveland and their lame fans, Cleveland. Think about this. Cleveland. <laughs> Cleveland. Yeah, LeBron James is from there. He left you twice. Cleveland. Give me a break. That they're going to chant New York sucks? Yeah. Right. Well, you got paid back in game three, and I would expect more of the same in game four. And how about the performance of one R.J. Barrett? I see you, R.J. I still don't think you're any good, but I see you, R.J. 
19 points as Barrett was one of the Knicks early on who had the touch in just an ugly game. Neither did. It was, you know what? Not only was the go New York, go New York stuff reminiscent of the 90s, not only was the Knicks being in the postseason reminiscent of the old days, the idea that they would score 17 points apiece in the first quarter, that was like 90s basketball. 99-79 final, that was like the Knicks basketball I grew up watching. And that's how the Knicks won this game, first and foremost, with the defense. Swarming defense right from the get-go, forcing the turnovers left and right early on, 20 turnovers in total for Cleveland. And as we mentioned, R.J. Barrett actually had the touch. R.J. 3 of 6 from downtown. R.J. knocking down some shots early on. He was impactful to start this game. And they needed it because the Knicks were dreadful from downtown otherwise. Not as dreadful as Cleveland, but they were dreadful. Randall, two for ten. Brunson didn't make a three. Grimes not knocking one down. And the Knicks, again, you know, quickly was better uh, than what we've seen. But they didn't get a big-time performance from quickly. They didn't get the performance from Grimes. RJ was the third guy today. Matter of fact, they didn't even get it from Randall. Not that typical Randall. Randall was awful. As far as shooting goes or scoring goes. Did a lot of other things, of course. But this was a defensive win for the Knicks. And a big one. And the crowd was lit. It will be the same thing Sunday afternoon with a team that can legitimately win this series. And they have to protect home court. You cannot go back to Cleveland 2-2 now. Not after this type of performance. It may be a closer game. I would expect to get the Cavs' best effort. But you have to go back to Cleveland now, up three games to one. Take care of business on the home court. That's what the Knicks have done. You know, they did it with with the defense first and foremost and, and Randall not playing his best game, which makes it, to me, encouraging to think about what could be for game four moving forward in this series. Like we said, you pretty much know what you're going to get from Brunson. You can expect, for the most part, to get the consistent performance from Randall, although the shot wasn't there tonight. Who's going to be the third guy in? And tonight, it was R.J. Barrett. R.J. contributed with 19 and really was the key player in the game for the Knicks. A nice effort. Isn't it nice to have playoff basketball back at the world's most famous? Stars were out on hand, although they showed them, you know, during the telecast on MSG, and I, don't, I couldn't name you five of them. I, I, I mean, it's, some of these guys, sure. Some of the people, I have no idea who the hell they are anymore. Even after they get named, I have no idea who they are. Johnny Mack, that one, yes. Michael J. Fox, absolutely. I saw J. Cole. I didn't see them show him on the garden, but I saw that uh, on social media that there was a picture of Rant, of um, Brunson and uh, J. Cole uh, embracing after the game. You know when the Knicks are hot, and I know this from last year with the Rangers, you know, trying to track their playoff tickets and, and try to go to some of these games, and even again this year, where the Rangers have a legitimate chance to win the Cup, it still doesn't matter. The Knicks are the hottest ticket in town right now because the fan base has been starved. Starved. It hit me today. I was talking to Jerry Blevins over at SNY, and we were talking about the... You know, the Knicks, he's actually from Ohio, so he was talking about rooting for the Cavs or whatever. But we were just talking about that I was going to the game Sunday, and he, it, we were talking about when the last time I went to a Nick playoff game, and I couldn't even remember. And I believe it must have been 
2004, 03-04, which I cannot believe that's the case. Now, there haven't been many opportunities. I mentioned the last time two years ago, it was the pandemic stuff and there were restrictions and all that nonsense. And the years prior, I think in 2013, 2012, 2013, I had season tickets. But with the season ticket that I had, I had partial tickets. They did not allow me postseason access and I was ticked off so I didn't for whatever reason I guess I didn't get them through a second market or whatever I don't remember going to any of those games and the two years before that they were out in the first round you know, I didn't didn't go to those games either so it was 04 I remember going to the sweep at the hands of the Nets 2003 2004 my first year at the fan as a matter of fact which is what I went with a media credential I remember being there when Isaiah said welcome to the playoffs <laughs> I mean come on dude Anyway, it's been a long time. I cannot wait. As you saw, that building rocking tonight. The Nick fans going nuts. It's going to be the same on Sunday. What a win it was. Richie is calling from Manhattan. A dominant performance, Richie, from those Knicks. Hey, Richie, you there? No, oh, I'm sorry, Sal. It's Richard from Manhattan. How are you, Sal? Yeah, oh, Richard, Richard from Manhattan. Richie, Richard, same difference, uh, I, I sorry, think, Rich, right? Uh, Sal, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, they asked Brunson after the game, what did you attribute attribute the change, you know, in the Knicks play tonight? And he just looked up at the crowd and said, this place is incredible. Now, yeah. Sal, I've been watching New York sports for 62 years. Mm-hmm. I saw the Giants in the early 60s with uh, – uh, uh, with the Kittle and Huff. And, of course, I didn't see the Brooklyn Dodgers in 55. But the 69-70 Knicks, that year that they won the championship, their first, Russell had retired. And Alcinda just came into the league. Chamberlain was getting old. That 69-70 team was the most beloved New York team, in my opinion, in the history of New York sports. Every night, the night you saw tonight, every regular season game, 41 regular season games. Uh, Richard, I got to stop you here. I got to stop you here and and ask you you this one question. What in the hell does that have to do with game three tonight? Basketball is the city. They asked Brunson, what did you attribute the win to? Uh, We went over that, right? So let's talk about this team. Uh, That's fine. You can use one reference. I get it. Uh, You can use use one reference point to the 69-70 season. You don't have to recite every game. We don't care right now about the 69-70 season. We care about the 2022-2023 season, Richard. Come on. But they just asked Brunson. Sal, they asked Brunson, what did you attribute the win to? What did he point? Yeah, he pointed to the banner and said the sixty-nine seventy team right there. That's what we attributed to. To the crowd, and said the fans were amazing. He was shocked at the reaction. The fans in New York love basketball. It takes precedent over any sport in New York when they are going great. The Knicks uh, I don't love New I, York team. I don't. I don't. Well, that's because there's not the split with the Mets and Yankees, or prior to that, to your point with the Yankees, that's Dodgers, right. and Giants. And basketball no, but, is the game in New no, York. No, no, it's not. Baseball is. Ba- this will no, always be a baseball town. And again, I cite this 
69-70 season, it was like this every yeah, this night. This is a baseball town. That's this is a baseball is. town. For, you have a great no. basketball team. I mean, the Ewing years were great also. If you remember those playoff games on a Saturday afternoon. I remember every one of them, of course. Living and dying with every possession as a fan. Miami and Indiana. And those were afternoon games. I remember the the fans in New York love basketball. And if well, the, the fans, well, but but, like this, but Richie Richard, and thank you for the call, Richard. The fans in New York are passionate about all the sports. The Ranger fans, and I've been to plenty of Nick playoff games in my life, and I've been to plenty of Ranger playoff games. There's nothing better than a New York Rangers postseason game at the Garden. Now, I'm excited to see because, again, I haven't been. It's been almost 20 years for me personally. And in reality with the Knicks, they've had maybe one season, that 54-1 season with Melo. And even then, I never believed in them. That wasn't legit the way that it was in the 90s or maybe even the way that it feels now this year. It's been so long that this fan base is starved. Maybe the only thing that I could think it reminds me of a little bit was the Yankees in 96. Now, this is obviously a greater absence, right? Well, the Knicks have been bad for two decades. That wasn't the case with the Yankees necessarily. And the Knicks are so bad for so long, the fan base is starved. I'm not going to go as far as to say this is a basketball town, first and foremost. I truly believe it's a baseball town, first and foremost. But the fact that the Knicks are back playing well and are a good team, yeah, fans go nuts for it. Hottest ticket in town right now. And it was a dominant performance. The crowd got what they wanted. It was a thing of beauty out there. They have to win a series here this year to make this stick. Anything less than advancing to the second round would be a major disappointment, especially now after going up 2-1. It just feels different. Plus, you have Tibbs there, who was a 90s Knicks, you know, a, a part of that team. With, you know, with Van Gundy, obviously before that, you know, with, with Riley, those guys are, you know, Riley disciples. Tibbs under Van Gundy, he's essentially an extension of Jeff Van Gundy. It was an incredible night. It wasn't even really a game. Like I said, the Knicks smoked them. The Yankees missed the postseason every year from 82 to 94. Well, 94 was the strike. But uh, 82 through 93. And then the strike in 94, and then that was it. Basically, they've been in the postseason every year since. But even that window, of what, 12 years, 13 if you count the strike, does not compare to what it was like or what it's been like for the Knicks since 2000, 2001, where they've had this is now the sixth time that they've been in the postseason. Since 2001. I mean, that's embarrassing how bad they've been. So the fan base is starved. So it's going to feel like a lot. Because it hasn't happened too often. Frank is calling from Westchester. What's up, Frank? Hey, Sal. How are you? How are you, Frank? 
I'm great. I had to, I, I got a real bone to pick with Aaron Hicks. I'm gonna get. Well, I guess my bone to pick is with Brian Cashman or Hal, to be honest with you. But uh, you got to get technical with me for a little because I, I don't see any cost benefit here. You see the Diamondbacks just cut Madison Bumgarner and they're mm-hmm. eating thirty-four million dollars. Okay. Hicks, Hicks is owed ten this a little less than ten this year and a little less than ten next year with a million dollar buyout in the third year. What is the upside of keeping him? So what I'm saying is is that if Hicks turns it around, what is the best version of Aaron Hicks? No, the only hoping- the the only upside to keeping him is that they could trade him for something as opposed to cutting him. Because believe it or not, there might be some value. You know, teams, it's hard to find a center fielder. And I don't know, again, Hicks is not the defensive center fielder that he once was, which is why I liked him to begin with. And I like that move by Cashman because there aren't many good center fielders in Major League Baseball. And Hicks was one of them, certainly defensively, when the Yankees made that decision. And offensively, he was starting to come on a little bit with the Yanks. Now, it's no, all I agree. We, yeah, he was, he was, because I think, and, and I'm actually short, like in the three years prior to them signing him, he was the third highest in uh, wins above replacement behind Judge and Trout in center field. So for right. seven years, $70 million, that's a steal. Um, Correct. But at this point, you know, the cavalry's coming. How are you going to sit these kids? You can't sit. Why bring them up? Why bring up Oswaldo Cabrera and Oswald Peraza just to have them sit or play every third game? Well, Peraza's going to play, Peraza, you have to imagine Peraza's going to be playing the majority of the time, whether it's at third base, whether it's at second base, he's going to be in the lineup until Josh Donaldson comes back. So that's that's a separate issue. When Bader comes back, when Bader comes back, I mean, the Yankees are going to have to make a decision because it doesn't make any sense to have IKF and Aaron Hicks along with Oswaldo Cabrera in that outfield. So even with Stanton being out, I still think they need to clean it up. Look, Hicks's future is not with this team. It's just a matter of how long they're going to ride it out with him before they can move him and potentially get something back where I do really believe another team uh, might see value in Aaron Hicks when he paid $10 million so. a year. Listen, Dale, I hope you're right, but I, 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 he had... He played 131 games last year, and in the entire season, he had 20-something extra base hits. I mean, how much yeah. more of a leash can you give a guy? No, he he's uh, it's over. It's over. It's just yeah. a matter of time, Frank. It's over, and thank you for the call. You'll get your wish sooner than later. It's over for Aaron Hicks. He knows it. The Yankees know it. We all know it. It's been over. They date back to those comments when he talked about wanting to get more of an opportunity. They give him a little opportunity. He never does anything with it. It's over here. Yankees need to move on. But it shows you how they're kind of right now, you know, because of all these injuries and coming into the year, they never really had a left fielder. Cashman said himself after last season, we need to get a left fielder. And they didn't get one. And then they're trying to get cute saying, oh, maybe we'll play Stanton in the outfield more and keep him healthy. Okay, sure. Move Judge to left field. And obviously Bader being out hurts. Like they need they need guys to stay on the field. And then we can get a look at what this team actually looks like as opposed to, hey, well, this is some semblance of what the Yankees are supposed to look like, but not really, because half their roster is on the IL. But about Hicks, I wouldn't get too worked up over it. It's insignificant. I don't want to call him insignificant because he's not personally, but as far as the Yankees plan goes, Aaron Hicks is insignificant. He will not be on this team much longer. And he won't be on the team when it matters most, when they're going into the postseason. That's for certain. 
He's not the problem, though. He wasn't even in the lineup last night. And when he is, he doesn't do anything anyway. But we wasn't in the lineup last night, and the Yankees aren't scoring any runs. They're not scoring runs consistently. If Judge is in, you know, 63 bombs, like, you know, like he did a year ago, we saw what the offense looked like. He was a one-man show for the most part last year. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Knicks win game three. Big at the Garden. A dominant performance. R.J. Barrett even knocked down some shots. Wow. I was impressed, R.J. Knicks played defense strong the entire game. Tibbs has them playing well here through the first three games of this postseason, up two games to one with the chance to take a commanding three games to one lead Sunday afternoon at the Garden at 1 o'clock. The world's most famous is going to be rocking. You got the Rangers tomorrow night, game three of their series, looking to take a 3-0 lead on the Devils. We even mentioned the Islanders with a big win out on the island at UBS Arena. The Islanders get on the board, now all of a sudden making that thing a series where they can even things up Sunday at 1 o'clock. At you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yes. The fan is better when you're part of it. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Dalek got it back on the fan. Man, California love the Mets rolling on this West Coast 10-game trip. Up 4-0 over the Giants in the fifth. E, uh, oh, wait, no, excuse me, middle, is it middle five or middle four there? What did I see here? Uh, yeah, middle of the fifth, Mets up 4 nothing over the Giants. Joey Lucchese, Lucchese back, and he's dominating. Four innings, has allowed just two base hits. And how about Pete Alonzo? My God, Alonzo is on some sort of tear to start this year. Ten home runs now for Pete Alonzo, who just hit another two-run shot. The Mets are, I mean, they are hot right now. And I know the Giants aren't any good, neither are the Dodgers, and the A's obviously stink. But still, 10-game West Coast trip is a 10-game West Coast trip. And the Mets, if they can hang on here to this four-run lead, I mean, they're going to be 7-1 and one through the first eight. I said I'd sign, I wanted 7-3 and three to start. Now I think you're looking at 8-2, and two, worst case scenario. And yeah, look, who knows? Maybe you get to 9. That's how hot the Mets are right now. And even dealing with all this adversity. But Alonzo's a man on a mission. They just showed a stat on SNY. The most home runs in the big league since since the start of 2019. And Alonzo was by far the first. I think he had 150-something. And Judge was even second with like 142. Unbelievable. Anyway, 877-337-6666. Your calls on whatever it is you want to discuss on this Friday night. 
I mean, where are the Nick fans at? I mean, geez, you are, Richard saying this is a Knicks town. Yeah, guess what? We get calls all the time on baseball, Yankees, Mets, even the Rangers fans last night lit up the phones all night long after that big win in game two of their series with the Devils. Where are the Nick fans tonight? You guys calling complain enough, you should be calling to celebrate. I mean, it's been 20 years, for goodness sake, since they've had a team that has been this good. I really think this team is better than the mellow 54-win season. I never liked that team. They were okay, but I never liked them. This team, I think, is legit, you know, as far as winning a chance to win this round and maybe compete in a second round, not win a second round. 877-337-6666. Eric is calling from Ronkonkoma. Good morning, Eric. Hey, Sal. Uh, good evening, good morning, however you want to put it. Good evening, you know, yes. Uh, look, just before I get to the Islanders, you know, what, what you were just saying, uh, earlier today Evan was saying that uh, uh, based on the ratings, uh, the, the Rangers uh, way outperformed the Knicks. So maybe maybe there's something to that. I don't know. but uh, Really? Um yeah, I mean, you would you would think just like you said. I mean, it's been well. Which a long was time he talking about? These teams. Was he talking uh, about a I specific the, game? I believe it was the TV ratings that uh, you know for, uh, for, for the Rangers outperformed the, the Knicks with the with the uh, the TV ratings. So maybe there's but yeah, but for what uh, game? Just just in general, oh, well, or are we talking I, about? I believe, a... I believe the last I believe the last game that they each played. Well, right, but the Knicks got blown out in that game. So yeah. Oh, maybe yeah, that, yeah, that was yeah. the game that they went head to head. Uh yes. Yeah. On game, it was game yeah. one for the Rangers, game two for the Knicks. Yeah, I mean the yeah. Knicks got blown out from the start. Interesting. I mean that, that is interesting though that the uh, the Rangers rating was better, but I would assume yeah. it was because of the blowout. Right. Uh, look, hey, now you you and I are going to uh, each perspective game. Now uh, with uh, in my case, no chance of being swept. In your case, you have a chance to win the. Uh, uh, win the series or award? No, they're up two to one, right? I believe. Right, they get no, they uh, could go up three one okay, or so yeah, they, have they it solidified. Right, yep, good. So uh, yeah, so both uh, arenas are going to be uh, hopping. So I'll be curious to see how the, the garden is uh, uh, in comparison to where I'll be. And uh, did you hear? Really did you hear? Yeah. Matt Martin, Matt Martin after the game, who Matt Martin scored a goal, you know, in the Islanders win over the Canes out at uh, UBS. He said Matt, well, really a great final, you know, four minutes. Matt Martin said that he didn't think anything would come close to the Coliseum, but UBS is pretty close. It's not to me. It's not just the building that's a part of it, but that Islander fan base is so. Yeah. Oh my God, they're so passionate. Yes, and and I'll tell you, you know, he, he did just some kind of. Crazy significance between the, the the three winning scores for the for the New York uh, hockey teams have all been five to one. You think there's anything to that, or is it just like a weird coincidence? The, no, I think it's a weird coincidence. Well, what do you? I mean, what do you think? <laughs> what, what do you think there is well, to the it, Eric? No, I think it's a weird. You know, five to one, and, and the Islanders won five to one tonight. So it's just kind of. I mean, what are the odds of that? I gotta I gotta play those numbers five one five one five one. That's uh, you know. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, but but anyway, yeah, I'm excited to uh, you know, especially now. Uh, you know, like like I said, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. We're gonna you know uh, certainly try to get out of there now, tied at two, and uh, you know, bring it back. To Do Carolina you think? And, uh, I asked I asked Rosie this earlier. Do you think Eric we get Rangers Islanders a round two matchup? You know, I I would love to say yes. I would love to. I just can't put my thumb down on that yet. I, I, I just, you know, I, I got to see how tomorrow plays out. I think if the Islanders win tomorrow, 
then I will be all in on that one. Yes. So that, that, that's what I'm going to base on the, on game four. So. Hey, you know, I haven't been on the overnights in a couple of weeks. Is, uh, do you still listen to the overnights? Yes. Uh, we, we do uh, er- miss you greatly. Well, for those of you who for those of you who don't uh, know, Eric uh, is a regular caller of the overnight show, so I don't talk to you as much these days. Doing the evenings, filling in uh, for Keith while he is out. H- has Stewart called? Does he miss me? Does anybody call and ask about Stuart, me? Stewart has called. Yes, uh, the same time slot, everything, and uh, yes, uh, we we have all thrown little nuggets out there about how. Uh, uh, how we we miss you and everything, and uh, it's, it's been a, a medley of hosts, so it's uh, it's been good. But yeah, it's been going. I I, I know uh, Hector's been getting in on you uh, uh, before the end of the show, but uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, Hector's uh, moved along with me. Uh, a lot of you others, yeah. Stewart, and sometimes you, you guys haven't. I, I got to be honest. I, look, I don't miss the hours. I'm not going to lie about that, but I do miss right. the regular overnight routine of the callers of you guys. It, you get right. used to it, and now I like I haven't talked to Stewart in three weeks. It feels like I miss Stu. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's tough in in. in uh... Uh, certain days of the week for me to get in there before the end of uh, two o'clock. So I, I really wanted to get in yesterday because I was so annoyed about uh, the the Scherzer thing, and I really liked uh, just just to end it on this. I really liked how Jerry Blevins the other day uh, described the uh, uh, I wouldn't say technique, but the process of trying to remove all the garbage from the hands with uh, with that. I was just I was a little surprised by uh, Scherzer not appealing, but once I heard his uh, reasoning, I, I I understood it. I just I wasn't crazy about it. So, well, yeah, he didn't. He he couldn't. And thank you for the call, Eric. We appreciate checking in as always. Say hello to everybody in the overnight crew for me. Um, his he he would not have accepted the suspension if not for two things. If they if baseball wasn't going to be the ones that were going to be ruling on the matter. In the matter of Max Scherzer versus Major League Baseball, baseball decides that they're going to make the ruling on it. Well, then you're Scherzer, you know, well, I'm going to lose this thing anyway. So it's ridiculous how that could even be allowed. The other thing is the Mets just said, accept the suspension, don't appeal, let's get it over with now. You miss one start against the Nationals, come back against the Braves on that May 1st, and maybe the Mets that week will have Scherzer lined up with Verlander, the way it was drawn up, the way it was supposed to be to start the year. Right now, they may not need him. Joey Lucchese is dealing. Randy is calling from Harrison. What's up, Randy? Yes, Sal, thanks. I just want to say, how bad is the management of the Jets? Sanchez, Donald, Zach Wilson. Now you're getting this bum. This is a bum, Aaron Rodgers. What do you want? You had Brett Farr. Now you're getting a guy that's leaving Green Bay. For what? Why is he leaving Green Bay? For what reason? He's finished. He's at the same place. He's finished. He's going to do nothing for the Jets. Absolutely nothing. But take a paycheck. That's all he's going to do. Randy, Brett, I'm going to do Brett something. Brett 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 I'm going to. Sanchez, Donald, Backwell. But how much more can they insult the fans? I'm an Randy. Avid I'm an avid sports guy. I'm tremendous. Oh, I can tell. This guy I is tell. a bum. He's a Randy. Bum. Randy, I'm going to give you a chance. And normally I wouldn't do this, but I'm going to give well, you another chance. But he's a bum. No, no, listen. I'm going to give you another chance because you're so awful. I'm going to give you another chance. I'm Let's try this again. Randy Randy and Harrison I'm is on the fan. Randy and Harrison, what do you, what do you want to discuss? What am I going to discuss? How? Yeah, please, please not anything that you just said because it was so moronic. I can't really? even respond the to it. Yes. Not, the Jets are not losers? Well, I mean, that's a different story. You didn't say that. Well, they are. 
Well, which which Jets are we talking about? Historically, or are we talking about the current Jets? Where was Donald picked in the draft? What player? Ra- Randy, 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 hold on. Well, well, hold. Sh- shut up for a second. Shut that up. When I talk, you shut up. Goodbye. Goodbye. You're a guy who, A, doesn't know how sports work, and, B, doesn't know how sports talk works. When you talk, I'll listen. When you're done talking, which you don't shut the hell up, then I talk and you listen. Good God. Well, why don't you go start a podcast like everybody else because you love the sound of your own voice? Go create a YouTube channel. Then you can talk to whoever you want. When you come on here, we have to have a conversation, please. I let you go on and ramble. Your babble, your nonsense. Your uneducated, horribly informed opinion. I let you go on. Then you don't even let me talk on my show. Like, come on, I'd rather have a conversation with you than hang up on you and yell at you. But you got to give me a chance to have a conversation. And you would not do that. Let me ask you this. You're not there, but I'm going to ask you hypothetically. Who gives a bleep about where Sam Darnold was drafted? This is not about Sam Darnold. You want to talk about the ineptitude of prior Jets teams, prior Jets regimes? Fine. That's a different story. We've gone over that. We've gone over that. This is different. This is about one thing right now. Aaron Rodgers. And that is where you're a fool. Why do they need Aaron Rodgers? What has this guy done? What is this guy? He's horrible. Yeah, okay, Aaron Rodgers is horrible. I know. He's only one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever set foot on a football field. But he's horrible, and the Jets don't need him. You're right. You want to mock them or rip them for picking Zach Wilson? Have at it. But guess what? That's why they're going to get Aaron Rodgers. Because it's not about Sam Darnold or Mark Sanchez or Zach Wilson anymore. It's about Aaron Rodgers, who is the best possible option for them. He's the best quarterback available, period. And he's not even available to all teams. That is why they're going to go out there and get Aaron Rodgers. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. What are they going to do with him? What do you mean what are they going to do with him? They're going to win with them. Win how much? Who knows? But they are a good team, a good young team that showed signs showed signs of growth a year ago. What's the one obvious weakness that the Jets displayed last year? Hmm, let me think about it. Hmm, what could it be? Was it the defense? No. Weren't great defensively, but they did have some good young players and, and was kind of a strength to their team. Okay, was it the wide receivers? Got to be wide receivers. Always the wide receivers. No, it wasn't actually the wide receivers. Garrett Wilson was an absolute stud and showed he could be a number one. Wasn't that? Was it the running game? No, no. Before Hall went down to injury, it wasn't the running game at all. As a matter of fact, they had you know three competent running backs, so it wasn't that. Hmm, what could it be? What am I missing? Was it the head coach? Uh, the head coach still has a lot to prove, but it wasn't him. He wasn't the reason why the Jets failed. What could it be? What am I missing? Hmm. Let me think about it for another minute. Oh, yeah, that's right. The quarterback play. How can I forget? It was the quarterback play. So the quarterback play was the main reason why the Jets struggled last year. What does this regime do with Joe Douglas and Woody Johnson? you got to give him credit. They go out there and are doing everything they can to acquire the best quarterback available to them. That's how you upgrade a team. 
and they're going to do it with Aaron Rodgers. And I would expect that that trade finally comes to completion before the draft in less than a week now. The draft is Thursday night. It's got to get done. Joe Douglas said it will. I trust him. Aaron Rodgers says he expects to play for the Jets. I expect that will be the case. And when he does become a New York Jet, they're going to be in the conversation now in the AFC amongst the top teams. They're not the Bengals. They're not the Chiefs. But they're there. They have a shot because of Aaron Rodgers. So, to recap, before we take a break and then get back to your calls on the other side at 877-337-6666, you were right. The Jets franchise has been inept for the majority of its existence. However, Mark Sanchez, Sam Darnold, Zach Wilson have nothing to do with this year's team. And where you were really wrong was knocking Aaron Rodgers. Because I'm not sure what more you'd have to do as an NFL quarterback to win a fan base over, especially a fan base that has seen the likes of Mark Sanchez, Sam Darnold, and Zach Wilson in recent memory. Aaron Rodgers is the guy. If you're a Jet fan and you're not beyond excited about that, there's no hope for you. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Whatever's on your mind on this Friday night, Salicata on the fan. When this happened, you talked about it on the fan. Santana into the windup. The payoff pitch on the way. Swung out and missed. Strike three. He's done it. Johan Santana has pitched a no-hitter. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. is the number to call. Just checking Twitter, and Rosie was alerting me to some of the stuff that's going on there. Nick fans are going absolutely bonkers. I mean, uh, Carton tweeted a a video of uh, a Nick fan climbing a uh, a lamp. What what do you call it? A a street sign? A light post? post. A light post. Yeah, a light post out there. I mean, and then I just saw another one that MSG tweeted. People are, and it's mostly the bing bongers, who I like to call them. The bing bonger Nick fans who haven't seen a playoff game in their life that has mattered. So they're freaking out. Like, let me just give you for reference, for those of you bing bongers who happen to be listening. The first round of the playoffs used to be an essential buy for the Knicks. Like, that's how little the first round meant, that it was an insignificant speed bump on the path to bigger and better things, whether it's a second-round matchup or a Eastern Conference Finals or an NBA Finals, as a matter of fact. Now, I'm not saying that you can't be excited about this because you absolutely should be because they've been so inept for the better part of two decades that you don't have too many playoff games to experience, obviously, by the way the Bing Bong is reacting here. But let's not celebrate like you, you've won the NBA championship after winning a game in the first round to go up two games to one. Like, you didn't even win. Even if this was the celebration to win the first round, it would be way, way, way too much. Now I'm thinking, what the hell did I get myself into? I don't want to be out there with all this crap going on Sunday. They might Rosie, burn would the you city take, down. Yeah, no, okay, right. If they win, go up 3-1. Would I, you take the train or would you drive if you were me? Coming from where you're coming from? Yeah, Long Island. I could easily take the train right at the think, Penn Station. And I take think it you do the train... You don't want yeah, to deal with I, that traffic on the way home. 
Well, what traffic? It's Sunday afternoon. Here's the other thing. So the problem is the train's very nice and easy. The problem is on the way home, you're dealing with all the bing-bongers and drunk Nick fans going absolutely nuts. Like, I don't I'm, – I'm way over I, that. I'm down with that. Oh, I'm sure you're – yeah, you're over it. I'm down with that experience. I think that would be that's like a fun experience. Yeah, how old are you? You're, well, it's, you should be done with it too. But you're, I'm you're done, single. I'm done and, with right. Well, I'm just saying it's funny. What's going on tonight is absurd, though. Yeah, but you don't think that's going to take place Sunday game four? It's the same thing. And by the way, how the hell do these kids afford these tickets? It's uh, well, well, what it's kind like of, a what kind of jobs are they? Well, wait, what kind of jobs are they getting? That they can afford these four hundred plus dollar tickets to be able to get in there. My goodness, 877-337-6666. Antonio's in Melba. What's up, Antonio? Sal, in the years I used to screen callers for you and other hosts on the fan, I do not miss the stupid ones like that Jets caller just before. Oh, my God. Uh, no, that Antonio, I'm sure you don't. And, look, I don't even uh, – I don't miss those I don't want to be dealing with those calls either. I mean, my goodness. I love everybody who calls, but come on, get a clue. I know, seriously. But on something more positive, how about those pesky aisles, huh? Doing what they had to do to get that home win, get back in the series. This year, they they went on Sunday. The series is, is, is anyone's game. They had to do what they had to do. They got fleeced on Wednesday by the officials. They took care of business, what they had to do. Sunday is going to be electric over there. Antonio, I'll ask you the same question I've asked a few others. Are we getting Rangers-Islanders round two? You know... If the Isles went on Sunday, it's, I, I would say it's over 50% if the Isles went on Sunday. Over 50% chance. Yeah, I think, I, I, not that you need to put a number on it. I mean, a simple yes or no would have done just fine, Antonio. But I do think the Islanders, I just, I felt it in my bones as the Rangers year to win a cup. I wanted the Devils in the first round. We got that. I want the Islanders in the second round. I'm with you. I feel like if they win game four, they are going to win this series, the Islanders. Carolina can they they still smother you like there's like it's nobody's business. They're still going to be a hard out no matter what. But that UBS Arena crowd that changes a lot of things. That whole that home ice advantage the Isles have, even though technically not home ice because Carolina has it, but that that fan base, the passion, the energy, the toughness, it's a game changer. And Sunday's is going to be amazing. I'll be there. It's I can't wait. It's going to be so amazing. That atmosphere, look, if I had the time or the tickets, and thank you for the call, Antonio. Good to hear from you. We miss you over here. Um, if I had the time or the, you know, the, as far as the schedule goes, uh, I would look to to go to a game at UBS just because the, the atmosphere there is insane. But with the Knicks and the Rangers in the playoffs plus work and all that stuff, it's just it doesn't make the cut, uh, You know, especially being that I'm not an actual Islander fan. But I that atmosphere, incredible. I, I I understand it. I was there at the Coliseum for one of the final playoff games. Um, it, it's great. That fan base is as passionate a fan base as there is in this town. And that's why I don't know if we could handle a Rangers-Islanders second-round matchup. Oh, my goodness. The storyline for that one, oh, my goodness. Uh, Camille is calling from Blue Point. Camille? Hey, Sal. This is the first time I've called you. And let me tell you, thank God I didn't come on after Richard because I was laughing so hard. I, I don't think I could contain myself. I, I couldn't even <laughs> speak at, at, at that point. So thank God I didn't come on after him. I was at the game tonight, the Islander game. I'm losing my voice. It was outrageous. This It was deafening. Deafening. 
How would you compare it to the Coliseum? Well, I'm a long-time Islander fan. Um, it was, it was like Matt Martin said, it was pretty damn close. It was unbelievable. I mean, it That's was awesome. unbelievable. And I have to tell you, they ha- I mean, I don't know what you know, but like they called the game at the last two seconds because it, it, it was so heated. I, I mean, at one well, point. Well, I saw, I, yeah, I saw one of the Hurricanes f- f- get flipped into the Islanders bench oh, and then yeah, throw a punch. Yes, that was that was Pajot pushed him into the Islanders bench, and then he stood up. It was Nikas Martin Nikas, and he hit Palmieri in the head. It Unbelievable! And you know what crazy. I saw, Camille? I saw Sydney Asizen, who I became friendly with, hanging out with her at uh, in the owners box over the course of the regular oh, season. Oh, but no, really? I saw her. I saw her on Twitter. Uh, tweeting these hateful messages that people were sending her about her husband, Matt Martin. And I couldn't believe, and look, I know that Martin, you know, was a guy who's going to uh, fight and all that stuff and he, yeah, he scored yeah, a goal, yeah. which is awesome to see. But I mean, come on, people are out of their minds with some of the nasty things that they were sending her. Well, you know how it is. People get behind these things and they don't, there's no repercussions. So they say what they want to say, but I, I don't want to take up any more time, but I will tell you, Sunday is going to be. I don't even know how it could beat it. Honestly, it was so loud. I couldn't even hear. I I couldn't even hear myself at all. You're going crazy. back Sunday for game yeah, four. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. Good, I'll be there. Good for you. Good for you. Good luck to your Islanders, Camilla. We appreciate you listening and taking the time to call. Playoff hockey, man. Nothing like it. Now, like I said, I cannot wait to go Sunday because it's been so long since I've experienced the Knicks in the postseason for real, in person. Me, personally. A lot of us have been starved for so long. After those great 90s teams that gave you nothing but postseason appearances year in, year out. I mean, basically every year of my fandom until 2001-2002 was when the Knicks missed the postseason. They were in the playoffs every year until then. And you could count the playoff wins on your toes since then. Can we find out, Rosie, exactly? They got swept in 03-04. How many actual... We know they've only won one first-round series. How many actual playoff wins do the Knicks have? Let's see if I could... You know, we got to figure that out. Maybe we'll take a break and see if we can find that. Rosie's out of here anyway. So she's probably like, yeah, exactly. Thanks. I want to find out I want to find out how many actual wins, postseason wins, the Knicks have had prior to this year. They won one a couple years ago. They won that first-round series, the 54-win year. Would they win two against Miami, or was it one before they lost? I mean, you're talking about, think of how rare a postseason win has been in over 20 years. I Eight, seven, the, seven. And real quick, I think the last time the Knicks won a playoff series was in 2013 against the Celtics in the first round. No, no, we went over that. Yeah, yes. That's yeah, what I No, found. that I have. I was asking yes. how many individual wins that they have. Oh, yeah. individual wins. Yeah, like actual play, like playoff wins. It's not that hard because if you just go to, it, it's 2010-11, 2011-12. How many games did they win in those first rounds? And then how many total? We know they won at least four, and I think they won five games in that 12-13. Uh, oh, no, wait, they lost. They didn't lose to Miami that year. Didn't they lose to um, uh, t- to Indiana? That was when um, Tyson Chandler got chewed up and spit out by Roy Hibbert. Oh, my goodness. All right. Anyway, we'll figure that out. 877-337-6666. We'll continue with your calls on the other side. Sal Akata on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hyundai. 